this is Anna. Welcome to ReaderPod Podcast. Patricia Stringer is a well-beloved Australian author. She writes both rural and contemporary fiction. I'm a huge fan of both, actually. I really love her. Her sense of setting, you know, exactly where you are in Australia. Um, I think she just has lovely characters, ones that you can really relate to. I was actually lucky enough to have her at the shop in 2019 when she was touring from The Model Wife. It was a talk that I had with her last year when she was promoting The Family Inheritance. Family Inheritance is a book that I just absolutely love. It ends with a woman celebrating her birthday not knowing that she is about to have her life turned upside down. I hope you enjoyed the chat. I really appreciated Trisha Stringer's time. I can't wait to read her next book um, that should be coming out soon. This was a great conversation. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you very much for talking with me. This is so exciting for this one but COVID got in the way or was it always going oh to be a yes key one? yes I was meant to go on tour in Western Australia this time ah. and so that didn't happen but I yeah. that sort of the the upside was because I had more time here I'd done a lot more South Australian events you've done so many yes yeah. it's been a lot of fun and the real beauty of your book though isn't it like it's not going anywhere no no it's, there's another whole year until the next one comes yeah out. Absolutely. Um, but I think, actually, you acknowledge that in your, it might be the last untouched book without the ramifications of COVID in it. Yes. It yes. was really was... nice to read. This book covers an awful lot. I think this is my favourite book of yours now. I have, I loved it. And the one who isn't earning the money now, they can so easily slide down into homelessness. Yes. To sort it out. Um, the numbers are quite high it's for women high. of, yeah. you know, women over 50, 60 um, are finding themselves in that situation and it, it's a hidden, they yes. are left with nothing. Nothing. Absolutely tragic. And you can but go about happening. It's horrible. Like the, yes. the scene with at the supermarket, you've just got no money to buy the groceries. But last week you did. Um, it's so heartbreaking. Yes. Yeah. And scary. And scary for a lot of people. Scary. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. and it does have to sell the family home. Like things do get recouped and, and the, the legal system is there. And I know that there are laws to protect against mental and financial abuse. But, but that all takes time. And you can go homeless really quickly yes that's right that's right and and also being able to work your way through i mean we are lucky that we do have support for people but to work your way through that when you are in a already in feeling vulnerable yes. you know and <laughs> displaced and yes. you know hurt and upset and all of those things yes. um to then deal with the Wogmire, which is our support system, yes. it's so hard. You know, I've, I've, oh. I've sat with friends that have been through it and, my goodness, so difficult. Oh, well, I thought that this book did a fantastic job of, um, of just being, like, absolutely left with nothing um, and it, it was petrifying walking in someone else's shoes as you say vicariously yes yes as much as i'd like to be <laughs> as close as i'd like to be to being in that sort of situation absolutely yeah and 
I think that you also shine a fantastic bright light on um, Hazel, who is the the older character in your book. She's so much more than just a grandmother, isn't she? She's a real person with real likes and dislikes. And um, yes, and a, a yes, and I, I think um, by going back in her life, like little, just a few flashbacks to her okay. childhood yep. and growing up years, you understand perhaps a bit more how she's come to be like she is now. 110%. Yes, absolutely. You know her so well. But her marriage was um, was another one that I think that you just shine such a good light on it. Um, it was different times and and the, the relationship that you go into isn't always the relationship that you that comes out at the end. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I love the pink jelly cakes. <laughs> Oh, who'd have thought that they've been such a hit? <laughs> you know, it started out as just a small reference because um, my dear auntie was one of my big supporters. My mother died many years ago and she has or had two sisters yeah. and um, one of those sisters um, didn't have children of her own. So we the the nieces and nephews were her family and she was just so generous and so loving and like a second mum in many ways oh, and that's so nice. of course her pink jelly cakes were the thing we all loved i mean she was a great cook she cooked yep. all sorts of things but if there was a party we'd all say auntie can you bring your pink jelly cakes and when we'd ask her what the secret was because hers were dainty moist melt in your mouth you know yep. just a couple of bites and they were gone and you were looking for the next one, you know. And we always said, make them, oh, they're easy, dear, she'd say. <laughs> but we never, ever had that lesson in how to make them. <laughs> so I assume that she would have started with the CWA um, cake cookbook because yep. of all women of her age growing up in the country, you know, that's probably what she did. So I use that recipe. I'm not sure that they're as good as aunties, but... <laughs> I can't wait for your newsletter then. That's perfect. But I reckon that's yes. Yes. Well. Uh, they are, you know, I think, I don't know where they started, but they're an Australian thing. Um, well, I'm claiming them as Australian anyway, because friends from overseas don't seem to know what they are. Mm -hmm. And some city people don't know what they are. So I think they're probably evolved in the country. They're, a, you know, a, a, perhaps a country specialty makers or those lovely little craft shops that sell homemade goodies and and at um you know street stalls and things like that someone's usually got some jelly cakes do you have them no no i had to look oh. them up there's a new line for you yeah i know <laughs> absolutely i think that fit in with the shop perfectly actually i think so they're excellent they look so pretty on you know old-fashioned teacups and things yeah yeah Yep, perfect for our shop, perfect. We work with a little girl who, oh, she's not little, but who has the cystic fibrosis and I thought that it was tackled in the yearbook perfectly as well. Oh, yes, um, yes. Gosh, that's it's come a long way to, to what was treated, I think, in the past. There's a lot oh, my goodness, yes, there's a lot yes, more longevity. yes. There's a lot more success, but, um, but, God, it's a horrible disease. Yes, well, you know, like, I mean, it was discovered in, in our family. I mean, it lies dormant until two parents mm. have carried, who carry that gene have children and then, you know, there's a one in four chance they can have a child with cystic fibrosis. 
but the but there's also a two i think it's two in four chance that then the others become carriers so it quietly gets passed on through generations so it wasn't until my niece had her son um and then by then um this heel prick test you know that all babies have at birth that added in a test for cystic fibrosis so i mean i guess the the benefit of that is that you can start um treating mm. it you can't cure it but you can no, treat can it from it. Yeah. birth which makes um life expectancy and living life living, um, yeah the quality of um, life perhaps a bit better than you know better outcomes than if you weren't treated um and of course there's different variations of it and different yeah, huge theme it's just there um well, it's, it's, it ties in so well with inheritance. You know, people yes. assume when you talk about inheritance, you're talking about money and assets, but we inherit so much more, don't we, from, so from our more. families yeah. and from, through our genes, through our genetic makeup, yeah. we inherit. So it's um, the, the title, The Family Inheritance, which my lovely publisher, Joe came up with. Um, I couldn't think of a title for this book. Usually I have them in my head, as I start writing, I know the title of the book and this one just would not come to me. And then, so when Jo read it, she came up with that and I thought, oh, it's just perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> and it's such a good book with such a good cover as well. How nice is that Yes, cover? isn't it gorgeous? <laughs> and as soon as I they showed it to me, I fell in love with it, which I do all my covers, but I really loved it. And I, um, I particularly love the red on the, um, the writing, the family yeah. inheritance, the title. So I found myself a pair of red shoes, which oh, became my tour shoes, and I wore shoes. them for every event. <laughs> I love it. I just really loved the characters. I loved Ian. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's um, when I started writing that book, I had no idea that was going to happen. Um, he was just going to be very much a background character, like mm -hmm. not you know, not really there very much, but he ended up, you know, popping up in all sorts of places. And you, that that's one of the exciting things sometimes, you know, when you, you're writing a book is to have a character who you don't expect to have a major role, not that he's got a major role, but, you know, to be in the story, involved in the yeah. story far more than you imagined that they would. Um, and so, yeah, some characters just sort of seem to reach out and say, hey... <laughs> I want to. I want to say some more. I want to be. You know, do some more. <laughs> well, that that's good. I'm glad Ian has you in his court. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, what are you going to do next? You're on. This book has been subbed. Yeah. So I am uh, here. You know, biting my fingernails, waiting to hear back from my publisher to see if she'll like it because oh, I bet she'll love it. it was. You know, written during the most tumultuous year um, in many, many ways, mm -hmm. and so. I couldn't help but be influenced by by the happenings, um, but then I didn't want to be. I didn't really want to be writing about them as such. So yes, it, so it's it's about three women who are not related in this instance. So, oh, but they're across across the generations again, and and um, they get brought together. Two of them already know each other, but the three of them get brought together, and it's it's about those relationships we have with other women in our lives who are not family but uh, come to mean a lot to us in other ways so um, oh, i want to explore it. that those relationships um, in this story so that's that's what i've done 
Um, and yes, yeah, so I am awaiting to see if. Um... <laughs> I missed out the anxiety. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, that's all right. Um, yes, that that sort of led itself. Um, you know, Felicity ending up in the situation that she does, I thought it, it tied in well with how she might be feeling and how suddenly that it can affect people when they haven't necessarily experienced it before. So, mm. um, I mean, in this case, I drew on my own experience because it's happened to me. And so I thought, once again, it's not just me. There are so many, many people that are mm. affected by anxiety and panic attacks. Mm. And so I thought this was a really good way to explore that in the story um, and bring it out a bit more into the open, I suppose. Oh. If you've got a broken leg, people can Absolutely. physically see that broken leg and they go, oh, you know, how are you and how are you managing? And, how, yeah. you know, anxiety is often something that we hide uh, and, and yeah. it's feel differently about it. And when you're actually going through it, it might not be something that you want to. I think sometimes reading a book, um, I've had feedback from people for, of, for different aspects of this story and without giving any spoilers away, mm. um, there are some different aspects that people have contacted me and said, oh, you know, I could really relate to such and such because it actually happened to me or whatever. So I think um, once again, the anxiety, hopefully, you know, it, it might help somebody else who is feeling that way at the time. Mm, absolutely. Oh, and knowing you can survive it. Yes. And <laughs> you need help, you get help. There's help out yes. there. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm always happy to chat. Okay, so thanks for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe. See you next time on Read a Pod Podcast.